0: From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. Today is Tuesday, December 28th. I'm Lisa Mullins in Boston. Coming up, a new effort to end the standoff in Ivory Coast. West African leaders are now warning of a possible military intervention. Also, we begin our series on immigration around the globe. Today, how countless African immigrants wind up stranded in Libya, far short of making it to a new life in Europe. They've got no money. They're not getting any proper jobs. They cannot go forward because they realize the risks or they don't have the money to pay smugglers. They can't go back because they don't have any documentation. First, these news headlines. BBC News with Gaynor Howells. Three West African leaders have had a meeting with the President of Ivory Coast, Laurent Bagbo, to tell him to step down or face the possibility of removal by force. The three men, the Presidents of Benin, Sierra Leone and Cape Verde, are representing the West African Regional Grouping, ECOWAS. The delegation went on to see the Opposition Leader, Alassane Ouattara, who was recognised by ECOWAS as the winner of the recent presidential election. The Sierra Leone Minister of Information, Ibrahim Ben-Kargbo, is in the delegation. What we're seeing here is that um, an election was conducted here and um, results came out and uh, Wotara won and we insist that Wotara becomes the president of this country. And that is what the position, that is the position taken by the West African leaders. Christian and Muslim leaders in Nigeria have accused the country's politicians of stoking religious violence. They were meeting following a series of clashes in the central city of Jos. From Lagos, Tomi Oladipo reports. Speaking in Lagos, the president of the Christian Association of Nigeria accused some politicians of attempting to make the country ungovernable. This joint statement comes after a weekend of violence in Joss in central Nigeria. At least 80 people have been reported killed and 190 injured in the attacks which began on Christmas Eve. The atmosphere in Joss remains tense and armed security forces are patrolling the streets. The Sudanese President Omar al-Bashir has said he'll be the first to recognise Southern Sudan if it votes for independence in the referendum due on January the 9th. Mr Bashir told thousands of supporters at a rally that a new Southern Sudan would be welcomed as a brotherly state. He said Khartoum would help the people of the South build their country as it wanted to see a state that was secure and stable. Thousands of homes and businesses in Northern Ireland are without running water after a thaw in the recent cold weather led to burst water mains. The local water company has described the situation as unprecedented and is handing out bottled supplies from its depots. But many people have been without water since last Friday and are complaining that they cannot get hold of bottled water or reach emergency information lines. i have been and bought bottled water from the supermarket. We're trying, we using the buckets to flush the toilet Uh, filling the kettle up to wash the bottles for the baby, it's just hard going. The awful thing is that there's nobody answering phones, and it was only that my daughter, who's staying with us for a couple of days, put on the computer, and we found there was water to be given out here. President Dmitry Medvedev has ordered Russian prosecutors to investigate the management of Moscow's two main airports after fights broke out involving frustrated passengers. They were stranded when bad weather forced the cancellation of hundreds of flights. Travellers were seen trying to beat up staff at Sheremetyevo Airport and passengers at Domodedovo Airport stormed passport control. World News from the BBC. A journalist and well-known campaigner on farm issues in India says unpublished government statistics on the numbers of farmers committing suicide show a significant rise in the number of deaths. The journalist, P. Sainath, claimed the figures show that more than 17,000 farmers...